Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. So, we have our first Caucasian guest. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know that. How exciting. Damn, that's true. That's what? true. Wait, can we say F words? Yes. Do you avoid them? Do or you know you don't us? Care? Okay. No. I, I know you in real life. I don't no. know you. I don't know you in uh, the media. We don't, we don't give a damn about language we're, around we're here. Changing. I was just going to say, what a fucking honor. Wow. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Wow. So, we have one of our good friends since childhood, Brittany. Yeah. One Hi. of the homies. Hi. The woman that I planned the 10 uh, year reunion with. Yes. Wow. Still recover. I still have PTSD about that <laughs> from time to time. That shit got crazy, got, like quick. Yeah, it was a Damn. great time. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> are we? Um, I mean, we could reminisce for a while, but oh, oh, I yes. know we shouldn't. I feel but, like um, we're gonna go down that road. That's what happens when I we really feel up. like the star of everything was. I don't know. <laughs> she if, was the worst. Next level. Doing the most. <laughs> so much. <laughs> So much. She did a whole fucking she lot. She did do the most. Ooh, and God. the photos. <laughs> and then, like, trying to make sure she was standing up was difficult. Wow. She, I, I don't know how explicit, or you edit this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. She was trying so hard to take you home. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> she wanted you to go home with her so bad. And still the next day was like, I have to get Kim to I don't know where that over. energy came from. I was like, from. okay. I was like, that's it. Sure. I didn't even know that she was bisexual or gender she fluid isn't. or she probably just was feeling some type of way. I don't, I don't know. know, but I was shook by the whole. Th- it's like, girl, what? I know it's a whole <laughs> thing. It's like I, I thought we put that uh, put that out of our lives after college. One time, well, one time, <laughs> this just reminds me of something. One time, I almost. One time I was invited to a threesome that I didn't With know was them? happening. It was not them. Oh. Uh, it's, this was in Nashville, and I met someone, and they were. it was a guy, and then he introduced me to his fiance, and they were visiting from out of town. And I was like, oh, I'll show you guys the bars you should go to. And they were really kind and, like, whatever. And then he, like, we were alone together for no reason in particular, and he kissed me, and I was like, your fiance. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's fine. And I was like, no, it's not fine. <laughs> he was like, no, really, it's fine. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it was a plan. The whole thing. They Bro. had like discussed it hours prior. And the whole night I thought I was just being a tour guide and they were they were they were slowly seducing you. They were slowly seducing you. Yeah. And like I was very You're gonna be the, the tour guide, like, all right. Yeah, I was like, okay, uh no. <laughs> but I had no idea. And that's how it goes. I've heard that story more than once. Yeah. It'll just sneak up on you. Yes, it will. 
which is with. very weird because interesting? you normally feel comfortable with a couple. All you have to do is be friendly. And like so I asked somebody <laughs> at my restaurant one day, I was like, how do people actually go about having threesomes? Like if they're actually going to do it, how do you, do? you don't normally like go to any bar. And I was like, you know, how do you approach it? Because yeah. I think maybe he was saying he knew someone that did or something or a couple that did. He was like, you go to Vegas. It's like what? And he's like, yeah, people go to Vegas like well, to like sense. find someone to join them, or like people, single people will go to Vegas to join other people. I was like, I, I, okay, I guess that makes sense, but never. I mean, knew prostitution that. is legal in Vegas, so that. Would I mean, there's sense. that, but like people hmm. that are just like looking to join a couple, or vice versa, a couple looking for someone to join them. Apparently, <laughs> you can just go to Vegas and figure that out. Vegas is uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> yeah, truly, just in every regard. In every regard. He goes down. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that makes sense, I guess. So. I got invited to my first threesome my freshman year of college. And this is when I was still green as fuck. <laughs> and, like, just still didn't believe that people were actually even having sex at this point. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to do what? <laughs> I was like, hmm? So, yeah, that no was one, mine. No one ever said anything to me about a threesome until I was, like, 24. Really? Or something. Yeah, it was a surprise then. <laughs> well, I'm 30, and nobody has ever suggested <laughs> a threesome. So I kind of feel out of whack here. You feel out of whack? It's not, I mean, it's not the best feeling. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's anything to be proud of. No, it's yeah, just. Yeah, no, it, it's strange, for sure. <laughs> it's interesting. It is, It'll yeah. make you think. Like, <laughs> I, I What do people really think of me? Like, do y'all? What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I asked somebody about this. I was having, like, a late night hang with a couple of friends last week and this same subject ca- subject came up and my buddy was like, you know, I've only ever had a threesome and we were like, okay, well, what's your story? Like we were each sharing our experiences like this and he was like, it was with uh, a couple of prostitutes and I was like, excuse me? He's a really good friend of mine. Balls to the wall, really didn't he? Really good friend of mine. <laughs> and, and he was very embarrassed to even, like he, I, I wonder how many people in the world he's ever told this to. He was like, it was with t- a couple of prostitutes as you know, this time period of my life or whatever, it wasn't like a dark time or anything. He was just like, it was like a long time ago, and I was like, how? What? <laughs> I was like, how do you even get one prostitute? I don't understand the process. <laughs> so I'm asking. Where is the prostitute said, market? <laughs> he said there was this bar he used to go to, and it was like some like Russian mafia stuff or something like that, and um. they like hooked him up with a prostitute, and then she showed up, and she had a friend, and so she's like, you know, it's like. 150 or whatever the price is. <laughs> She's like, it's 150 for me, or she'll stay for like an additional $150. And he was like, well, I was already in the room with them and I had, had the, the money. money. <laughs> so he's like, so Might I did. Well. It. I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's fine. I I'm happy for you. You would be surprised how many people pay for sex. I've yeah. I, I mean, don't think I would be. be thing. I don't think I would be surprised. <laughs> I just was surprised I mean, yeah. to know, like, that friend of mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody that I've known in, like, a professional setting, but that's also my buddy. It's like, huh. Mm. Well, it happens every day, I guess. <laughs> that freak flag is flying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is probably, like, 15 years ago or something, but still, I was just like, I get it, I guess. Sometimes you just are in the mood to trash it, you know? Yeah. It's like, why not? I, <laughs> I guess that's days. just how it happens. Yeah. So, anyway, we support all of your decisions, folks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all of them, but we're open to like, your hey, happiness. Let that freak flag Just, fly. You know, wrap it up and shit. Right, <laughs> yeah. Be smart. Be yeah. smart. In shit. Abortions are not legal here anymore, so please I be cannot smart. even. It, okay, l- how many states so now did this us, happen? Uh, Georgia, right? Uh, Georgia, there's 
There's one in Mississippi there. Well, probably passed because Mississippi's a shithole also. Did any of the Carolinas I just get it? I don't understand. I don't know. I saw Carolinas. a map recently. I don't know if it's people that are trying to get it or people that have done it, but it's a lot of states that are like, yeah, we're doing I this. I think I'm it's like, nine right now. Okay, that's what I thought. I yeah. saw like more than a couple, which is insane. I was yeah. surprised at, at Ohio being one because you would think. So was I. But apparently, so disappointing. A lot of the Midwest is kind of very conservative, also. Midwest I was gonna say, I feel southern. like the majority of them's in Midwest and the Southeast. It's just like Andre; he lives in Indiana. That's that's where Mike Pence is from. Right. He's the governor, uh. and and Andre was telling us that um, they passed a where a business can deny you because you do something that doesn't agree with their religion, aka if you're gay. Wow. So like. On a Jim Crow status, like oh level of, you can turn away gay people. Damn. And so they this have. This is so retroactive. I can't yeah. believe it. And he he said that they have signs in the window, pretty much saying that you're welcome here, and everything. Like if you're not gay, or for if you're, p- if, places that are yeah, open, like they'll we'll either like, have a flag logo kind of or something yeah. saying that wow. this is a safe space. A safe space. How disappointing. Yeah. Safe space marker. Jeez. World's fucked up, man. Yeah, I don't I never is. thought this would actually I was like, there's no way they'll actually do that. Yeah. Like we'll only go like people can be unhappy about it, but we won't digress, but we have. Nothing yeah. can surprise me anymore. With I can't believe our it. government. Yeah. You guys probably don't say <laughs> the T honest. word very often, but it's we like really such try a, not to. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> we try not to also like in our lives Ooh, in LA. Yeah. Ooh, Jesus. Ay, ay. Yeah, after the election, which I'm not trying to get political or anything, but no, after the election, we, we, do here. we <laughs> watch, yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, after, uh, we all watched in my bar restaurant, we, you know, all the TVs are on, and there it was wall to wall, shoulder to shoulder, like 80 degrees in there, AC blasting, it was just insane, we're just like in such anticipation, and after, and I just got so drunk afterward and just cried for so long and like so many Bro. people like we were just all embracing each other yeah. and just crying and then from then on I had like five new friends that would like come into my restaurant and be like oh like how are you <laughs> like checking on me and I was not okay for a while yeah. and uh, it was like I made friends because there was so many pe- we were just all like hugging each other mm-hmm. that was the first time in my adult life that it didn't personally happen to me but I felt defeated yeah Like, I really felt like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, no, there's no way, you know? But, yeah. And then, like, I remember. People are bad. I woke up the next day, and I was just, I still couldn't believe it. I know. It's like, that didn't happen, And I drove, like, to work, and I was just listening to David Bowie's Five Years. Because it was like, I feel like the the world is about to end. And it was like. Surprisingly, things haven't gone as bad as I thought they would. Yeah, they're pretty close. It takes a long time for things to happen, but man, it's right. not good. It's no, not good. And it's just, it's just vitriol. And I guess because yeah. I, I'm a liberal in a red state. Right, it feels so surreal. Yeah, <clears throat> that sure. you're like, like I guess like when you're certain places, you can be like, well, Trump supporters are just fucking idiots. But it's weird when it's like. Your when you're surrounded and by yes. uh, yeah, and my family, all my it's family, like the twilight zone. not not every person in my family, but the majority of my immediate family are because it's literally big like supporters you're, you're just and it's silently looking at people that you know you can't fuck with anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you're silently losing your friends, yeah, because of this shit. I was really proud. Uh, my grandparents, I don't know what, like my dad was like a really 
uh, open supporter or whatever, and we just never spoke about it because uh, they all know better than to talk about anything that I disagree with them about because I'm not very gentle about it. Um, and things will get really hot really fast, so we just don't do that in my family very often. But So my dad was pretty outspoken about it, and then my grandfather was like, I I was really proud of my grandparents because after the uh, pussy tapes came out, my grandmother was like, I could never support a man with that in his past. I was like, thank God. (laughs) One person. Like, maybe she didn't vote the right way, but at least I hope maybe she didn't vote for him out of good conscience. And I remember my grandfather was like, absolutely not. We're not having this discussion. Like, somebody tried to bring it up at some family gathering. My grandfather was like, no. And I was like, thank you. Right. You're like doing that. It's it's crazy also the level like when people are have decency, now it's like, oh thank God. Isn't it's a refreshing I know, thing. and it's that how sad though. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, like oh you're just like you're kind, kind to your neighbor. Oh, oh my you're God. kind. Interesting. <laughs> like, I thought all you were like yeah. extinct. I didn't I know. know that you existed. I wish I could take all of you guys back to LA so you could just like No, you can take me. I don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I've been telling everybody that, like, no, where are you going? I'm going to. I don't have a job. Just yeah, it's, um, it, I will say it's easier to ignore, but it's still, it's our reality, and it's still bad. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there's so many immigrants and people of color and everybody of every sexual orientation. and I love California. I remember, like, because I am from Alabama, like, I, you know, we were saying, like, do people do ask me a lot of questions like, aren't you from Alabama? What's going on over there? And I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there was this I one really cool moment that I had at a concert, which like, this is like not something probably to certain people. And maybe this makes me sound like I'm from Alabama or something. But one of my really good girlfriends transitioned recently hmm. and we were at a, co- a concert together and I, we went to the bathroom together and mm. I like we like left the boys and went to go to the, not like we were in the stall together. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what that sounded like exactly, but I was trying to say we just walked to the bathroom together. Um, and I um, I opened the door for her just like because when I'm with women, I like to like take a masculine role and like make sure they feel protected and safe. Well, mm-hmm. too, girl, and too. yeah, that's like my mo like uh, by default. And I opened the door for her, and then like after I like I like got emotional. I was like, I love that I got to open the door for her just now. It's like, <laughs> like I don't know if I should have that response, but it like really like warmed my heart and made me feel happy. And yeah, I mean, but that's it's that's so important because it's like those I was proud, like, you know. It's those small gestures though that that community needs to yeah, feel sure. better about themselves on a daily basis like because it has to be a struggle like I don't care how bad you actually want it mm-hmm. it has to be a struggle to go through this process in public in such a conservative state yeah and such a conservative city like Huntsville is really cool but we're pretty conservative here you know what I'm saying yeah. like we're not like Birmingham we're not right. like Tuscaloosa we're not like right Montgomery you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. we're pretty conservative here so to to be brave enough. That's that like it's those small things. Yeah. Right. Add up. But it's it is a lot of transplants here, so it's people. Yeah, from I everywhere. do appreciate that a lot. So I appreciate that we have to grow up around that. that. Yeah. Right. You know, I do tell people I'm like I, I did grow up in Alabama, but I feel like I had a unique experience because there are people from all over the world because of mm-hmm. military base, etc. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 
I feel like we were at least raised to think more progressively. Yeah, for we the most were. Part. Things we were, were you know? especially in high school. I feel like is yeah. when things really started changing. I I yeah. am grateful for that. It's not as bad as it could have been, I guess. Right. Like it. I think it's because we honestly went through a lot in our in our adolescent childhoods. The recession, you know, what I'm saying nine eleven. Like mm-hmm. we've we've kind of had to be progressive. Yeah. yeah. At one point, it was all about like making sure that we didn't have to go to war, like trying to stop wars, and then yeah. Now it's this race, racism, civil rights bullshit, you yeah. know. And yeah. Like yeah. even like if you look at it, like after nine eleven, George Bush went to a mosque and said that Islam is not does not teach hate and stuff. That's a really progressive. Wow. Like in hindsight, you're like that's yeah. Like he went out his way to make sure that's, that. That's crazy. That Muslims were not being targeted or targeted attacked or whatever, yeah. In some senses, yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he at least made the, like, the try. He at least to made make. the statement. Right. <laughs> um, he who should not be mentioned right. would never, ever right. think I, to say anything close to that civil. He he can't even say the right thing when it's not that important, yet alone when it is. Right. Oh, my God. Speaking of dumbass motherfuckers, did y'all hear about Ben Carson? What did he do um, recently? Somebody, they were on a panel or something, oh, no, and it, he got asked what an REO is. And he was like, Oreo? Because he's trying to become oh, the um, he's trying to become this. the advisor for HUD or something. No, he, or? he is over yeah. HUD. Yes, I he's, read he's, that. <laughs> he's then, the secretary yeah. of housing. Gross. Oh. And he's an idiot. I didn't realize that he was actually doing that. Yes. Yeah, and I has did read that, and it was like Oreos, and they were like, "That's not funny, <laughs> yeah. dude." Like, you're telling dad jokes at a fucking uh, congressional yeah, hearing. Yeah, like you're. Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can hear you. <laughs> you're at work, motherfucker. By the way, <laughs> yeah, Oreo. Yeah, no, I did hear that, and I was like, "No, no, no, no." But no. yeah, everybody's so dumb. He's over <laughs> housing. Like that's the other thing. When did we start to be like dumb people or the salt of the earth? At no time in civilization have anybody been like, you know, we're going to listen to the dumbest amongst us. <laughs> like, so why would we wait to 2019 to be like, you know what? I These dumb understand. motherfuckers need to be in, in I charge. Really, I mean, obviously, this is something we talk about, like, all the time. It probably, like, just you guys are probably talking about it all the time, too. It's just like, what are we? what's happening? But I feel like it's kind of like it's always the darkest before the dawn kind of situation like mm. maybe this is i hope this is as bad is, as it gets is and this then the we'll revolution able, yeah like enough bad shit will happen that people will get their shit together and be like we can't do this anymore right and then we'll like figure it out and maybe we'll hopefully never go back Come again back i kind of hope that too because really like hope. it's just like what you're saying about like they're not gonna pass this like yeah, stuff no, like that was real. everybody's idea they were like if trump <laughs> if he should not be mentioned <laughs> Uh, wins, it's not going to be that bad. Stuff is not going to change. No. A lot of stuff can change by one person, especially being the most powerful person in the world. The thing that I feel like is the most tangible is that he uh, champions hate. Yes. And all... I'm I'm losing the word that I want to say, but uh, basically... uh, Bigotry. Yeah. Like, all of that. He champions it, and so Mm -hmm. people that were... that did have to at least hide their hoods before... Are like they well are out here. Yes, it's <laughs> in my truck now. You know, right. it's like Jesus. Mm-hmm. But we mentioned this on one episode, but I have literally only seen like three MAGA hats here in a, in Huntsville. 
they know not to wear I've them. seen a lot of bumper stickers. Oh, so. I've seen bumper stickers, but I haven't seen many red hats. So even in LA, it's a thing. So uh, there was this, there was a, a group of people. What did they call those boys with the shirts and the hats? Those boys with the polo shirts and the MAGA hats? Was that, wasn't, they had a name of, for that. Sorry, I don't remember. Really the alt-right. They were called something, and they had a little uh, so impromptu. The proud proud boys. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't know that they had that Yeah, they had a name. Yeah, so they um, got together at a bar down the street from my bar, and that bar got completely blacklisted because I think they, like, I think the bar ended up being, like, we didn't know that that's what they were doing, but it was, like, too late, dude. Like, you had too many bad people in your place, and so, like, nobody nobody will go there anymore. They, and that was, like, two years ago. The, um, the dude who started I can't remember his name. Fuck him anyway. Yeah. But uh, he um, he actually left the group last year because they, they're they officially listed as a hate group now. Right. Well, thank God. And, like, he started it as a joke because he was, like, a comedian. <sighs> like, I hate when people oh, hide oh, under, sir. like, as a comedian. Excuse me? Please. Like, That's not a joke. You say That's all this, funny. like, messed up stuff, and then you just, like, I'm just a comedian. I'm just saying it no. to be ironic. No, no you're no. not. You're saying it to, uh, what's it called? To indoctrinate people. Yeah. And you're doing it under the guise of, this is funny, we're living a PC world. Yeah, it's like, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. The fact that you even think that you can do some shit like that is so, like, telling of your white privilege. Like, one, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing that, um, one thing that comedians should not do is uh, not be, wait, I'm going to start that over. Uh, all I'm getting at is that it's not funny. So, like, you're not doing your job. Right. Yeah. Like, th- that's not funny. Now, you could find humor in almost anything, but if you're missing the mark, yeah. you're just being an asshole. Yeah. You're fucking shit It doesn't up. matter what right. you want to call it. Literally fucking with people's lives. Um, that is one thing I have really loved about Ian and Moo and working on sketches with them is, like, we got to do, like, even though uh, Russell, Uncle Rush, got in trouble um, mm-hmm. not long ago, and that's that, but he did... Uh, allow us to produce a lot of anti Lord Voldemort <laughs> content, <laughs> and uh, we got big, to do big against uh, Tom Riddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we we did get to we did get to do a lot of stuff that was like very it's a little wild at times. Um, I was really proud of that. That was fun. That was a good time. <laughs> Did you just find out you hadn't been recording this whole time? No, I, I've been <laughs> recording. That shit would have been scary as fuck. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just not going to tell. <laughs> yeah. That's a stopping point for everything. Yeah. yeah I got um, you. Now, you, you mentioned Uncle Rush. How does it feel living in L.A. in the Me Too era? It's it's like the Wild West out there. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you never know. Like what you just it is like another one bites the dust. You know, like every day, like five new people. And um, I mean, I think it's great because. I feel like people really were afraid. Like we were talking about with Ellen saying the stuff that she said recently about her uh, abusive abusive past. Is that the way to say that? Uh, about yeah. having been abused in the past. Yeah. Um, 
it's like, yeah, the people who thought that they were never supposed to say anything or that they couldn't say anything, it's like people who are marginalized, like, always need to have a voice. And, like, I'm really, really, really glad that people are like, what about the people that are making it up? It's like, that is so <laughs> really not a thing, but the, yes. the, <laughs> the percentage, the <laughs> fraction of a percentage that that is is – it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter. It's some like obscure number. It's like nine nine percent out of or false accusation. Sure. And most great. And well, I don't know how you can, an asshole anyway. Right. And I don't. I don't know why we could be like yo, but I mean, like we were talking about uh, Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and stuff yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like just the idea that we're like. I mean, he made Thriller. I mean, yeah. he may have molested some yeah. kids, but. It's hard, man. So this is actually something that I have been talking about with my friends even before Me Too happened is how how do you separate the art from the artist and can you? And I'm not saying there's an answer, but I think it's something that we should talk about. I think there should be a college course that is yeah. just around that one question because, I mean, I, I don't want to – um, incriminate myself here, but Woody Allen is one of my favorite directors of all time. And Annie Hall is one of my favorite movies. I mean, ever. it's just I, that will not change, right? So, how do you separate that idea? I you think, know what I mean? I think, I think to really separate it, it depends on like your motive for how you're going to um, continue to. Yeah, like if you're supporting them, or totally, not. totally. Like if you want to kind of hit their pockets, then you're gonna boycott straight up, and you're right. That's that, that's when you can't separate the art or the artist. Right. But when you Yeah, so it's like are still going to commit to certain things that they put out. Right. You're still going to support that. Well, it's like do you not listen to the radio because they play Michael Jackson now? If you're that hardcore about like trying And some people, to, yeah, some yeah. people I have to make that decision, but it seems crazy. It's, I mean, it just seems so difficult. Yeah. And now I personally haven't listened to Michael Jackson since I watched right, yeah. Fight in Neverland. And I haven't listened I to R. Kelly. I have enjoyed hearing him. Right. It's it, Or R. Kelly, same. Yeah. yeah. And it it's hurts. True. And to me. took a piece of our childhood. To me, this might sound fucked up. <laughs> but to me, the the way you can separate art from the artist usually only matter. Like, let's use, let's use R. Kelly, for example. I mean, Perfect Space example. Jam, man. Right. Like, I believe Space I comply Jam. was played at fucking graduations from the time it came out until now yeah i'm sure people are still listening to it well i don't know about now now (laughs) right but now like most of r kelly's music was about sex yeah so i can't separate yeah the art from the artist because he's more than likely talking about children yeah Mm -hmm. he's being in love with and Mm -hmm. seducing and yeah when you find that stuff out and and it's not just them it's so Many people. I mean, and there's Roman Polanski. Like, yes. Did I just say his name wrong? No. Roman okay. Polanski. For some reason, when I said it out loud, I was like, "Did I just put an extra letter?" <laughs> Roman Polanski. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Um, but it also is weird because we have more access to artists now. Right. That if we went back, like Miles Davis is one of my favorite artists of all yeah, time. Yeah. But he was a terrible person. Okay. Like he was abusive. He beat Cicely Tyson. Okay. Into the hospital several times. Okay. Um, he uh, uh, pimped women. He nice. like did a lot of terrible things, and I still listen to yeah. Jazz. And that and that's what exactly that's what I'm saying. Like I don't 
I don't think it should be required. I just think it makes things challenging. It is. Yes. Especially, too, when there's so many more artists nowadays that are um, crossing genres now. You have singers who are doing movies and actors who are doing, you know, other shit, directing. shitty albums. You know, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Dropping mixtapes and shit. But, like, another person I love is Marvin Gaye, and Marvin Gaye has... terrible history with a lot of there's stuff. There's so many people. I, I, I saw that one time on Twitter. Somebody was like, they're like, the only reason we think Chris Brown is the worst person ever is because we don't know as much about the artists Other we people, grew up. Uh, yeah, totally. Now, I'm not defending Chris Brown, but it's the idea no, that I his, his yeah. life is playing out in front of us exactly. now. Mm-hmm. We, it, like you said, so much access to people now and like they're putting every moment of their lives on Snapchat or on Instagram or whatever. And it's like, we feel like we know them kind of. And then they're also supposed to be role models like right. traditionally. And it's like, that's just not really a thing anymore. <laughs> no, that <laughs> is like not a thing. No. I hardly ever hear or see somebody that I'm like, you know what? I bet they're a good person. Like, I and wish my kids true. would hang out with them. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. no. no. Mm-hmm. Like, Usher put his dick on Snapchat. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, excuse me, sir? Do you know? Again, like, we can see you. <laughs> he did, though. Y'all, I know you remember that because yes. it was a really, I really about hot that, picture. It was great. But also, like, excuse me. Sir. And then the next day he was filming, because after that I was like, I guess I'm going to start looking at Snapchat now. And then the <laughs> next day, like everything here. after that was like bike riding with his kids. I'm like, dude, uh, you're all over the place. <laughs> We've already seen it. We can't yeah, you cannot go back. <laughs> Don't Not try to make good. him seem like a wholesome father now. No. <laughs> Too late. Sometimes you just got to put your dick out there. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, Even Usher is just doing. Like Usher. <laughs> Usher you know? just doing scumball shit. What is the world it's like come you're, to? He's like, it's like you're on like the biggest show. You're one of the biggest artists of all time, and you should put your dick in Snapchat. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. It's a weird world, man. Yeah. He just really wanted somebody to have it. I guess he had to let them know that day. I don't know. Now, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think we have too much access to shit because I don't want to just scroll down Twitter and see dick pics. And no, nobody like, does. Or uh, animals being beat. Nope. Or, like, oh my God, I know I hate that. I'm like, why are you... That is like... I don't know what visual rape, yes. what the word for that is, but <laughs> that's what that is. That, that's it's definitely... It's like you're... It's yeah. very interesting. Just seeing this ultra violence and you're like, dude, I was really just trying to look at I cat just pictures. just wanted to see this kitten <laughs> fall into a box. <laughs> I didn't want to see it lit on fire. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and then people were like, ha, this is funny as hell. Like, oh, you sickos. No, I don't understand it. I'm getting really sick of the internet. And I know, like, it's so cliche for us to say that. But it's it's a thing. We also can't quit it because it's how we reach people. So my mom, I was telling my mom about a guy that I met. And she was like, well, what about, or it's actually a friend of mine. And I was saying, like, I was telling my mom a story about a friend of mine and she was like, well, uh, what about on his Facebook? And I was like, I don't even know if we're Facebook friends. Like we've been friends for like two or three years, but I don't know if we're Facebook friends. She was like, you're not doing your job. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I I guess I'm not. (laughs) I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know how to find it. I guess it's on Facebook. That's the thing now. Yeah. She was like, just look it up on Facebook. I was like, I 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's on Facebook, but he is. I found him. It was fine. We figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at everything. <laughs> was and then I did Facebook. some research. <laughs> yeah, I figured out some stuff that day. <laughs> that is always weird when you don't follow somebody on social media and then you meet their social media personality. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's totally You might thing. be an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people think that all the time about us. I'm going to say, I wonder how many people have thought that about me. I, <laughs> I, you, we were talking about that last night. I feel yeah. like you were like, yeah, because somebody you had met that you were like, I think they had like a, a different perception of, oh no, you were saying, I don't know if you want me to say this, you can edit this out. No, you can say um, it. You were like, yeah, I think people like might think I'm a bitch or something because yeah. of your like social media presence. Just funny because I just think you're like a boss bitch. I'm always like, yes. <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, I love this. So like that never crossed my mind, but I can see but just cause you're like you obviously like love yourself and you're like very attractive. So it's like great. That's why I'm, I'm like, I love I love seeing Kim's post. I'm like, this beautiful woman. It's great. It's a lot of people that are haters. It's very weird to hear what people assume of you too. Like mm-hmm. I never ever ask and I feel like people always tell me and I'm like, I don't yeah, <laughs> I didn't ask actually. I didn't have to know that. <laughs> I the last thing I posted on my Instagram was me doing the dance to the key key. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah, my girlfriend and I are just like really stupid, and we like made up a bunch of jokes about it. But that's <laughs> literally the last time I posted on my actual Instagram, and so that was like that's last year. Been a year. It was last year. Yeah. I think it was in like. It was the summertime because that song. That's when that year. song was yeah, hot. That was yeah. like song of the summer. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's weird. I realized that and I was like, I really am an old person. Uh, I know. Like time just flies. You're just like, oh. I shit. don't post that much on my Instagram feed any anymore anyway. Like I mostly will post stories. Yeah, I love doing a story because I know it's gonna go away, and mm-hmm. it's also like the next day I can find out what I did. It's great. <laughs> That next day scrabble of, oh, (laughs) what the fuck did I do to me last night? It's real as fuck. (laughs) I take so many pictures when I drink. So many pictures. And it's so helpful. Like, I do it for fun for myself. Like, it makes me happy. (laughs) And then the next day I'm like, oh, I did do that. Like documenting everything that's happening for you. And then now that it's live photos, I'm like, I can hear myself being like, no, turn around. I'm like, a voice I didn't know I had is on every photo. I had no idea it was my voice. Extra lit. Yeah, that happens. I'd say that happens every two, three weeks, maybe. I've been doing voice memos when I'm drunk. Oh, I like that. that. Oh, I've never done that. That shit is crazy. I hate listening to myself, though, so I just would never. I uh, started, I can never tell anyone I was on this podcast. I started secretly <laughs> recording conversations when I was drunk a lot recently. Yeah. And it's great because, and I never, and I would never do anything with any of it, but it's from, like, I can't remember Fun shit. to listen back on. Yeah. And, um, and I've hardly ever even listened to any of it, but uh, I did, I yeah, especially like when my boyfriend and I are arguing, I'm like, I'm recording this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then like only after like two years did I finally be like, listen, sometimes I'm recording our arguments and I'm telling you this because I'm going to play back what you said last night. And I just kept it a secret for a really long time. And then eventually I'll be like, do you want to say that in the microphone? <laughs> like losing my mind. Um, because I will hide. At first, I was hiding it. That is for like ultra a year. white bitch, right? There. I mean, crazy shit. I know it's crazy, but I also can't remember. And then I also want to be like, 
no, that's not true. Sometimes. And I've done it in other settings too. Like I had some problems with a job a while back and mm. I didn't uh, – people were talking to me behind closed doors without a witness and I was like, not today. Mm-hmm. I Like I'm recording this shit. That's very important. Which California is a two-party consent state. I am aware of that. I didn't do anything I wasn't supposed to. I would never use it in any way, but <laughs> – Legally, it's not a thing. <laughs> Legally, you can't do that. Um, she allegedly <laughs> Right. I may or may not have done what I just said I did. <laughs> or so. maybe for dramatic effect. Yeah, maybe it was just, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It was a skit we were working out. And Great story. <laughs> yeah. Story. Awesome story. Great. Yeah. Great improv. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Oh, man. There, yeah. I, I've, I've actually secretly done that, too. It's, it's great because it's like, also like re- exhilarating. It really is, and then you're able to catalog like what you did wrong. Like that's the only thing. Like when I do totally. this, I'm like, yeah, we were completely wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I did, Very I did true. not catch that in real time. But yeah, that was Very true. Yeah. none of that was true. They, I got, I totally, I'll admit, I totally got caught during that time though. Like, uh, someone was like, because I somebody asked me a question, I pulled out my phone to like see the text or the email or whatever, and then it was like. Just a little red light flashing, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the the voice little line, it's just yeah. on your like lock screen or yep. something. It's very incriminating. <laughs> I was like, I, well, there's no going back from this. <laughs> Here we are. Like, yeah. So like, this happened. Yeah. So <laughs> I was recording this, but also I was protecting myself at the time because oh. I really didn't trust what was being said to me, mm-hmm. and it was like happening more and more, and I was like, I'm not. Like, I, I'm not trying to go to court. I You, you literally couldn't use that in court because it's two-party consent state. Right. But I was like, I want to know exactly what was said. Yeah. I want to be able to look back and know what was said. So mm-hmm. so, so Drunk Brit does, like, take photos and, like, record stuff for fun. But Sober Brit was, like, angry. <laughs> Just recording things. Boss bitch. Brit. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I was not. Yeah. I, anyway. I'm going to find out I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Everything's fine now, but it was a dark time for a second. <laughs> really was. Oh shit! The funny thing is, like when you can when you go through something, you can look back and be like, you know, I did make it out of this. Yeah, there was somebody that was trying to get me fired. Actually, was what was going on, and she left the company eventually. But she was actively trying to get me fired, which was crazy because I've been with the same company for five and a half years, and she just didn't like me, and she was just trying to get rid of me, and I was like you're saying shit to me that you would never say in front of anybody else that works with us. Like, it was just weird. It was mm. really weird. So, yeah, I did make it through that, but I did. I was, like, at my lowest point, actually, uh, professionally at that moment, where I was, like, she she had more power than I did, but she didn't have more influence than I did. So I ended up coming out on top, but it was, it was rough. It was a rough time. It was hard. Recently was also there, <laughs> which is oh yeah I with work stuff yeah yeah. So you are officially unemployed right now. Officially, I've been um. <laughs> I'm like you worked your last day, right? Be, yeah, Saturday was my last day. Um, yes, girl. I'm gonna be helping out in this lady that I used to work with. Her husband's furniture store. <laughs> oh yeah, you told me that. That's great. I love yeah. it. Who he cares? Said he's gonna pay me a hundred dollars a day. So I'm just like. Fine with me. Yes. One of my girlfriends got Sounds a like job at a furniture me. store, and she's like, because she was always a, we met in a restaurant. Like I was a, ser- I've been a server for many, many years, and now I'm managing. But 
uh, I was catching up with her, and she was like, yeah, I work in a furniture store. It's like a bougie furniture store. And she's like, it's great. I make X amount. Like, you know, you're not making tips or whatever. She was like, but I'm just surrounded by beautiful shit every day. And I help <laughs> people pick out what's going to be in their living rooms. Like, it's great. I was like, that's <coughs> – I love that. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even looking for it. I think um, the lady that I work with, she just knew that I didn't have anything. So she was like, oh, hey, you know. I love it. If you need this. I'm like, you know, good looking out. I like it. Can't be bad. But and you're out of a bad situation. It feels and just so good. And you have yourself, uh, you're in control of your uh, situation. I'm also, just so happy right now. We're so much happier. You're <laughs> also 30, right? We're all 30. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're all 30. It's so empowering because it's like, you know what? If things get too bad, I'll just figure something else out. Yeah. Yeah. You and can. we all have degrees. No, we don't. Oh. <laughs> no, we do not. Well, Presume too much, my kudos lady. Kudos to you. Um, no, I dropped out real quick. Um, I thought you went back though. I did. I did like five. I I did five or six years of school. It's just like I have enough time that I could. I should have a degree, but I just um, I didn't care enough. And then the time I went back to school, I actually studied dance. So like when I was twenty one, I started dancing. <laughs> It was great. I loved it. <laughs> it was a really fun time in my life. That's the only weird thing about like having to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life at 18. You don't take right. it as, if you are not passionate about it, you're not going to take it as. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, I didn't, I had an idea and I, I mean, I knew I wanted to work in the entertainment industry and that's what I've ended up doing ultimately, but I didn't have an idea of what it was, in what way I wanted to do that. I just knew that was like something, one of the only things I was actually passionate about. Mm-hmm. So that is what I went to school to study, and I did study it, and I did a lot of major-specific classes my first two years, so I actually like felt like I had learned so much about the business, and I've carried that through my life, and I don't care that I don't have a degree because I am happy with my choices. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. My family, on the other hand, <laughs> they like are always like, I will pay you if you will just go finish. Nowadays, I just don't fucking know if degrees make it harder or easier. If I did get, I, w- I have considered going back to school recently, and it's like, I would do it for myself just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Not yeah. because it matters to anybody, I don't think, but just to be like, yeah, I did that, whatever. I, I'm debating going back to school to get a master's, but I did my undergrad in teaching. And when I did student teaching, I realized. Yeah, that sounds rough. So, like, your last semester, you realized, I do not want to do this shit. Yeah, this is a bad idea. (laughs) This is awful. The last four years just started not not (laughs) mattering. Fuck the kids. Yeah. Kids are awful, man. Kids are really bad. uh, One of our friends is a school teacher, and she tells me stories all the time. She teaches here nearby. Mm -hmm. She tells me stories all the time, and I'm like, Dude, dude. I had seventh graders at Ed White. Yeah, that's just kind of what she's dealing with. Yeah. Similar. Uh, I think that replaced the school actually. And then yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a lot. And then plus, you don't have consistency anymore as a teacher. Like you know, like it used to be like you teach one place for twenty something years. Right. Yeah, she's been a few different places, and right. I I think it, it's it's hard to get in as a young teacher. Yeah. Because. The older teachers didn't have the money to retire. Okay. So they ended so up they staying stay longer. forever. So right. the jobs okay. weren't there. That's why I I would have taught if I had gotten a job. But I didn't. That reminds me of something else we talked about last night was all of the um, 
I don't know if you, maybe the sexual assault, all the pervy teachers we had. Yes. Yes. Like, that was so real. I didn't tell you guys this last night, but one of the people, I don't know, I don't know if, I actually don't need to hide who it is because he's a terrible person. So Coach Ray actually, like, called me into his office one time and legitimately, like, um, not propose, not made a proposal, but, like, a proposition. Not, proposition, thank you. He propositioned me in an office with no one else there with the door closed. Like, what? That's crazy. And his whole thing is he was like, I had a dream about you. And I was oh like, ah, I'm good. I was so uncomfortable immediately. And, and he was like, I want to tell you about it. And I was like, because like, I, I didn't even engage on that level, like the beginning. Right. And he just kept going and kept talking about it. And I just had to keep being like, oh, that's funny because that would never happen or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and But like I was really just trying. It's weird. It yeah. is weird. And I know he slept with some of our yeah, a classmates. Lot. A lot of them, yeah. And I know he eventually went to another school and eventually went to jail because he had a relationship with a 15-year-old and had a kid. sixed <gasps> with her eventually. I just know, like, the it ended up the parents got involved because 16 is the age of consent in Alabama, or it was back then, and which I don't... Yeah, it's still 16. Yeah. yeah, so, like, by the way, if you're having sex and you're 15, you're not allowed, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I don't know, I think <laughs> that's funny to look back on. Um, <laughs> you're a child. <laughs> yeah. You're, like, legally not allowed. It's so interesting. And if somebody's older than you, they are. Right. So that's the thing. You know, (laughs) he's, like, what, 20? At the time, he's He's in his mid-20s. Yeah. And he's. He was uh, balding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And dating a, like, legitimately having a relationship with a 15-year-old girl. And I know, I mean, we all know it's real. It's just, like. Yeah. What happened in his childhood? That's all I want to know. I think that these men, especially because a lot, we're like, oh, it's a lot of coaches. Mm-hmm. It, like that's something that's in common. And I think I really, really did detest our football coach because he really did. From the things I heard, I really felt like he was teaching really poor moral choices, and like also being like, you're entitled yes. to fuck whoever. Yeah. Whenever, in whatever way. Coach Jackson. Coach Jackson, yeah. Coach Jackson. I'm not saying he said that, but I know he said things like that for sure. And he and I, do you guys remember, like, when we did Thriller at the talent, uh, at the pep rally, we played Thriller because his name was actually Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I introduced him as Coach Michael Jackson. He was so mad at me after that. It was awesome. (laughs) It was great. He hated when people would bring that up. Right. So I was like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your football coach. Coach Michael Jackson, <laughs> and then it was like, bum, bum, dun, dun, <laughs> and like, because we were doing the holiday show, and so we had Thriller as our like Halloween song mm-hmm. in band, mm-hmm. and so the band had Thriller queued up, and it was like me and Coach, not Coach, me and um, Mr. Rainey had like conspired because <laughs> he knew I was gonna be on the mic, and I was like, listen, this is what we're gonna do, <laughs> and we did it, and it was like one of my Some happiest moments. I really loved that. Oh I still God. like smile about it. I remember that holiday theme show. That oh, shit was dude. crazy. I was playing that ride symbol like there was no tomorrow, we baby. We were so nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a triangle. Ooh. I played the timpani. I played a ride symbol. I played the chimes. Yes, you did. Nothing cool about any of that. You did all of the weak-ass percussion shit. Just <laughs> nothing cool going on there at all. Cowbell. We need more cowbell. <laughs> I think I did have to play the cowbell on some <laughs> I mean, I also played a pussy-ass instrument, so it's fine. 
Yeah. You know? Well, you know. I'm glad I never went down. I was going to play trombone, which in hindsight is actually a cool instrument that I thought. Yeah, I mean, brass is pretty dope. Yeah. And like percussion is dope but not the pit <laughs> not where I, I wanted, was like i was such a miles davis like right, right, right. i was like oh i just want to play trumpet yeah i gotta play trumpet. <laughs> like, i did originally in middle school i tested for trumpet that was like my original like thing i wanted to do my original was percussion and uh mr blackburn told me that my hands were too small mr blackburn also said that i well you know what i think they were like you could if you want but you're not like great by like y- you know can you blow this little mouthpiece and i tried they're like i mean it's fine we can figure out what to do with you but they were like you have to yeah it wasn't like very encouraging i can tell you that much <laughs> but they were like you have to choose between uh cheerleading or being in the band i was like that sucks because i wanted to cheer because i loved like flipping and jumping around hate sports god <laughs> i hate sports still i hated having to cheer for sports games and i hated having to play at the football games because I have no warmth in my heart for sports. So <laughs> that was hard. But and yeah, anyway, that's just how it goes. Her interaction with Coach Jackson like that. So like, I didn't know. He was like a prophet of toxic max- masculinity. Totally, totally, totally. Like, yeah. And it was like, if they don't like it, then they're pussies or they're mm-hmm. fucking mullets. Yeah, he was a grown ass fuck boy. Yes, he right. was. Right. And he yes, was he teaching impressionable kids. Yeah. Yes. And it, most of them were football players most and they were taught that shit. Yeah. By Coach Jackson. Yeah. yeah, I think it's perpetuated still. You know, it just like, yeah. keeps going. Like, if you really... Hurt people hurt people. Right. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. Get you some therapy. Therapy is expensive. Yeah. It is. I actually found somebody... So is I was so... General. Yeah. I was so grateful. I found a therapist that uh, doesn't take insurance, but she's only $45 a session, which is unheard of. I don't know how much stuff... Like, like I couldn't even I find that like when I lived in Nashville or something. Yeah. This woman here. takes 45 per session, no matter what, no matter who. And uh, that was the only way I was able to go to therapy the last couple of years, which is I'm really grateful for. That's cool. I say therapy is expensive, but if I like cut back my alcohol limit, like I could easily afford therapy sessions, but... <sighs> Where's the why? Fun of that? Yeah, <laughs> why would you? No, uh, yeah, it's uh, alcohol is also a form of therapy, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, I love it. It's great. It's fun. It- now I did feel cool that everybody started drinking the beer that I had yesterday. Like, oh uh, yeah! Everybody oh my gosh! Was drinking that fucking sour. Everybody, everybody. got on board with and that. And I got a six pack of it too. That was the shit I was drinking the other day. Oh yeah. Let's How about that guy that crack one of those babies open? Crack. We can do that. <laughs> I would like because I am not going to the gym today. I'm on my period. I would like to have or share one. Oh yes, we can do that. What time is it? Six on the dot. Six oh one. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, how about that guy <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> the creepy just, ass dude wow. that was at us next to the table. Yes. Yeah. This is he, uh, y'all. No, I just go this, ahead. This is a ghost train kettle sour. From Birmingham. Ghost Train, you hear that if you'd like to sponsor. Yes. 
Holla at your boy. Podcast. <laughs> we he sold a lot of them last night. Yeah. Honestly, Ooh, look, my pour is better than yours. It's okay. Hey, mm. thank you so much. No problem. This is truly great. I do love it, and I don't normally. Uh, this is technically a beer, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. usually drink beer, but this is delicious. Yeah, it's a good summer beer. I'm just gonna send this to him and be like, "Can we just hyphen up your beer?" <laughs> It's a perfect summer beer, actually, Kim. And it's been refreshing. Ghost Train <laughs> is a Birmingham company, and we like to support Alabama. So wait, G. How do you spell ghost? Jesus. G H O S T. And then the rest. I don't feel like doing the rest of the jingle. You know it. Yeah. Buy it if you want. <laughs> you know the jingle. Um, heard it. So we were at. Uh, where were we at? Long Goose. Yes. Um. So. I met you over there because you were there before I got there. And that dude and his friend were there when I first. Yeah. Was I he was there when you got there? Mm-hmm. Dark haired man, another dark haired man. I think he had a yeah, hat. There was another dude there. Yeah. Because yeah. when I asked if I could sit down, I just like. They just looked the so over. awkward though at first. Like when we were they first were tr- kind of t- interacting yeah. with them, it yes. was like they were being standoffish. And then when the it's other strange. man came around, it was just like. I think originally I thought he was weirded out because I don't know if he thought that black people were meeting you. Yeah, I I I literally was like, I cannot wait for my black friends to show up right now. I'm so excited about this. I was so about excited. Oh, like, this I'm motherfucker's I'm mine. Like, there's so many One white of the people few here. Black people at Long Goose. There's there's a good like consistent fifteen that'll be sprinkled throughout, but. I literally, I took pictures to send to my friends of like, look at all these white people. <laughs> they all have ponytails. <laughs> what? It was crazy. And I sent some pictures to my friends last night of the scenery. I was like, please look at my my honeys and then what's going on behind Hi, them. It is wild. Yep. It was very wild. white. It was that very white. That was, that was interesting. That was interesting. But yeah, I did. Th- I was like, I wonder this. Yeah, this guy seems he was intrigued. I felt like by me and it was I I walked in and I was like, I don't care what's going on. I'm just going to set my beer down here and wait for my friends to show up. And he was like, do you want me yeah. to take a picture for you? And I was like, I'm just texting right now. <laughs> I, that was it bro. was confusing. It was <laughs> no confusing. creepy man. I think it, I think he just. Maybe he, he's probably drunk, but he just seemed. He was he older for one, understand. so I think he was out of touch a little bit yeah. with what was going on. He's like, on. "How do I approach women now?" <laughs> yeah, and then and then once we were talking and hanging, like really getting to. Enjoy he was each really trying to listen to your stories. He yes. really wanted to be like. He he was just leaning in and like, mm-hmm. like if I couldn't think of a word, he's like, "Yeah, you meant <laughs> proposition." I'm like, "Sir, <laughs> have you been here this whole time?" And then like. He like leaned over my shoulder. He started answering my. He started answering my questions. Uh-huh. Like I was like, I don't know if uh, West End Grill is technical medicine. He was like, yes, it's, 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 it's medicine. Madison. I live right I live behind there. The and I, then was I, was, like, I was like, that's useful information. I I said it before I even thought about it. But I was like, you creepy motherfucker. Why well, I don't want to know where you live. I don't, don't know your that. name, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that was a he was a fun one. I was excited that when we got there, it was a Boston Mike's retirement party. (laughs) And there was a a photo I took of his little like poster. I already told you guys this, but I think it's so funny. It's so stupid. The girl came up behind me, put both of her hands on my shoulders. and I was like, oh, it's going to be somebody from high school. And I turn and I look. I'm like, I've never seen this woman before. (laughs) She didn't take her hands off of me. And I was like, what is this? 
<laughs> and she kept, and then she was like, "Listen, I'm gonna take." She's like, got really serious. She's like, "I'm gonna take this poster down, and everyone's gonna sign it." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it was really like yeah. dead silent. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> she took it down, put it in front of me, and took the cap off the sharpie <laughs> and put it in my hand. And I was like, "I guess I'm signing it." <laughs> this isn't a choice. I don't even have a beer yet. Like I had not ordered a drink, and this woman was like, "This is what's happening." And I was like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> and I drew a heart, and I signed my name. Congratulations, Boston Mike. Don't know who you what? are, but apparently but he's loved because he, he had a lot of people loved. out there. I think somebody said he was the owner, maybe or something mm. like that. Anyway, I thought it was adorable, but she was like, "Everyone's signing this, and you're signing it." I was like, "Okay." And then we saw Meredith from uh, Voodoo. <laughs> That was crazy to see. Oh, something. and then I saw her again last night at Voodoo. Maybe after you left, or did was she? She did come to Voodoo. She, okay, I can't remember if we were there yet. Still, yeah. dude. After you left, things got weird. Really? Oh man, I was gonna ask you. Things got weird. Did you kiss any boys? I didn't kiss any boys. Damn. I know. <laughs> you but had the team on your back last night, Britt. What? You were supposed to hold us up. I know. Yeah. I didn't get do one it for us. But Sorry. I did uh, unwillingly get a number from someone that was like. He's like, I got a job. I can take care of you. Oh. I'm not kidding. This man was going. This was a time when I wish I was recording people because the things he was saying was. Bla- he was like, I was like, yeah, I don't live here. I'm just visiting. And he's like, I'm from California. I know all about California. And I was like, I mean, I'm from here though. And he's like, I live. He- I've lived here forever. <laughs> Every time I said something, he was just he like was ready to, to tell me, and he was just like, he was like, I make a lot of money. I will take care of you. Blah blah. blah. And I was like, this people. Oh, I, I been don't. Like, Sign me I was up. like, I do not know what to say to you, sir. I kept and then this one guy was like, you know, you should. Here's my number. You should call me. I, he said, like, let me get your number. And I was like, just you can put it in a note in my phone. Like that's the easiest way I found to get people to leave you alone if they're hounding you like that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and you know the thing that I did wrong is that I sat by myself at a bar. So sorry. Yeah, um, you were asking for. I was really to wanting someone to talk to me. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, you can put your number in my phone. It was just like the easiest way to move on. And then the guy was like, he's like, yeah. So, uh, you know, are you gonna? You should call me or something like that. And I was like, I don't. I was like, on. <laughs> he said something like, are you going to? And I was like, probably not. No, <laughs> because like he just was relentless. And then I was finally like, I I don't owe you anything. So he was like kind of doing that. And then he was like, then why didn't you just say that? And I was like, I did say that. Like you asked and I said no. And then you insisted. And so I let you give me your number. And now you're asking why I didn't tell you. But I did literally tell you from the beginning. <laughs> like literally I had to go back. I was like, no, no, I did. And he's like, well, but well, just why didn't you say it? I was like, I did. <laughs> like we had that conversation <laughs> that a couple such times. such an annoying thing. <laughs> yes. I'm like, no, you're not going to like uh, gaslight me right now. Right. No, sir. No, thank you. Like at the... At Long Goose, when I was there, I was just thinking the entire time, because I was like, this shit, like, the longer that guy stayed, I was just like, this shit's about to get real. It's going to <laughs> And his bad. friend left, and he yeah. was relentless. Yes, he was posted up and he everything. Not, and then yeah. he kept, like, backing his ass up in our faces. I was like, sir, you could have gone around the other side. And then when <laughs> you leaned over to talk to us, and you were in front of him, he oh, definitely was like. I know, and that's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to move yeah. real quick. Because I was trying to do it without, like, it was like. <laughs> that creepy guy's whirling chicken at chicken. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I said like one word and I was like, you know what? Let me move real quick. <laughs> yeah, and he heard you and then he looked back down at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
His legs were crossed is a weird cross for me, too. Oh, yeah. That, that gave off another creep thing. It's very weird to me when men cross their legs, like, super high up. Yeah. I want to say That's that that doesn't bother me. I just want to go on the record and say that doesn't bother me because, well, I don't have to tell you why, but it doesn't bother me. I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't bother what? me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Kim's, it, like, it, really put off by it. It, it. Adds, it doesn't bother it me. It adds to his creep level. Totally. It adds to his... his yeah, his posture, everything was wrong. Yeah. It was just off. Just it was bad all wrong. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> off kilter. But that dude was just, he was trying to build up the courage, I guess, to talk to you. But it was just like, yeah, Also, man. I think he's my dad's age. <laughs> like, bro, it's not going to happen. <laughs> my dad's young, granted, but I was just like. He's still a dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's young for a father. This like, people are really, they don't respect people's privacy or. Especially space nowadays, yeah. and i have big like space issues like with strangers yeah <laughs> like please don't get close to me <laughs> like <laughs> please don't <laughs> like yeah uh, i don't yeah like don't i'm not trying to be your buddy i'm not just sitting here alone i'm just chilling i can imagine how it feels to be a girl just because just i go everywhere alone so I'm used to people being like, oh, this guy must be sad because he's at a bar alone. Like, no, I just want to fucking get a beer. One of my <laughs> best friends, she'll bring a, a book to a bar at just just to have a drink and read, and people will not leave her alone. And it's She's crazy. like, what about what I'm doing right now makes it look makes like you think that I'm I trying want to, to talk speak to you, to you motherfuckers. at all for any reason? I'm literally reading Thank a book. Thank you. Thank you. I do not need to be interacted with. Yeah. And it's not like, don't talk to me. It's just like, I don't. Like, figure this it out. Not what I'm here Feel for. it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to meet you strange motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm here for me, okay? I'm right. here to serve me. <laughs> oh, man. The other day I went to the movies, and it was something that wasn't very popular. I remember what it was. There's only, like, five people in the theater, and you have assigned seatings at all the theaters, mostly in L.A., and I sat in my seat, and I'm not kidding. A woman came and sat beside me. <laughs> This theater had, what, 80 to 100 seats in it? There was five people, me and four other people. The sixth person who walked in sat down beside me. There was nobody for rows or chairs in any direction. <laughs> I was like, because it was her assigned seat. Yeah. I'm like, do you not understand how this works? Don't. And I literally, like, all I want to do is eat my hot dog and nobody touch me when I'm at the movies. Like, right. I wa I'm going to eat a hot dog. <laughs> And and I'm gonna cross my legs in my chair if there's nobody nearby. I'm gonna I'm chilling. I literally I just I I dressed my hot dog and I was like I can't take this anymore. And I just got up and I had to move away from her. And I was like I'm gonna seem so rude right now, but this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially when you want to eat too, and you're in yeah. a smaller theater. I mean, granted, I'm eating in a theater. I get it, but yeah. But when there's was, not that many so people in the theater, to me. Like, why would bitch, you make that decision? Yeah, give I don't me my privacy. It. I do not understand privacy? it going on here i realize that some people don't like to be alone and so they think that other people are like that but no it's a lot of people who just want to be left alone man I like yeah it, se it just seems strange to me i don't get it like did i tell you guys i almost got robbed in paris did i tell no. you no wait you have uh, a kim uh, k situation uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, 
Sorry, are we good? I'm sorry. Yeah, we're good. Uh, this is the only like exciting thing that's happened to me recently. I I think I told you guys like people are like, oh, Brit's mean. And they're like, no, she's just from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's different. <laughs> she just seems mean, but it's normal for her. Um, <laughs> people say that. They're like, no, she's, she's from Alabama. Um, she's from a red state. <laughs> yeah, they just, people are like, Brit's kind of mean sometimes, huh? And they're like, She's from the South, I think. Like, people are always like, I think she's from the South. Um, it, it, no joke. Like, people tell, tell me that. They'll be like, yeah. That, and, anyway. Um, I went to Paris. She eating grits every morning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Paris. Excuse me. It was the first time I left the country ever. So it was very exciting. And my boyfriend was really jet lagged. Ghost train, your beers are making me burp. No. I know, me too. <laughs> uh, so sorry. Uh, so go to Paris. First time out of the country. My boyfriend was really jet lagged, so I was spending the first parts of my days by myself. I was like getting out, like going, walking around, doing all this stuff, going to the market, whatever. And um, one day I was going to get my nails done, and it was a national holiday, kind of like Memorial Day or like Veterans Day, and so most of the places were closed. So I go, I decided to go to an ATM to get out the rest of the money that I would need for in euros uh, mm. for like the rest of my trip, basically. And so I was like, I'm just going to do this so I don't have to keep swiping my card because they charge you for swiping your card. And so I go to the bank or to the ATM on the corner and it won't work. And I go across the street to the next closest ATM and it won't work. And I'm like, maybe it's like because I have an American card. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I've never experienced this. Um, by the way, in case Amanda Solberg ever listens to this, Miss Solberg, that was <laughs> our French teacher. Yes. I got to use so much French and I felt so cool. <laughs> like, because I, I, like the server, I would have a server and I would be able to start the conversation and, and then be like, do you speak English? You know, and then we'd be able to speak both in French and English and I'd have people teach me things and I learned so much and it was really fun. Anyway, so this woman it's raining and when it rains everybody just gets under the closest awning or goes into the closest store like even if they're not a patron or anything they just like go stand under any sort of like safety covering, covering or whatever it's because it's like florida rain like where it rains for like four and a half minutes and then you're good it's sunshine oh, again okay. it's okay. really crazy yeah so everybody just like takes cover for a few minutes whatever so this woman's like kind of taking cover or whatever and she she speaks to me in french and is asking if i'm trying to use the atm and I was like, yeah. And she could tell I was having trouble with it. And she's like, you have to go to the vestibule. the like, the, You have to go inside the bank, even though it's closed. You have to go into the little vestibule and use the ATM in there. I was like, oh, this must be like a holiday thing or something. It made sense at the time. So I go in there. And I'm, I'm pretty aware of my surroundings. I'm being pretty safe. Like, I have my bags a certain way. And I'm, like, making sure I'm paying attention to what's going on. And this, like, maybe 13 year old kid walked in behind me and so I like turned to see what's going on to see who it is taking cover from the rain very normal like didn't seem strange and I put in my card it it's finally it does actually work and I put in my uh pin and then the girl comes from around the corner and grabs my right arm and the boy grabs my left arm so she had followed me in and I thought she just walked down the hall but she didn't she was hiding and they are running a scam. So they had jammed the ATMs nearby so that you could only go to this one. Wow. And they grabbed me by both my arms. And one of them, uh, like, typed in, like, $1,000 and hit enter. Joke's on them. I don't have $1,000 in my account. <laughs> so that didn't work. 
But if I had, I mean, I guess they would have grabbed it and ran. <coughs> but I went crazy, and I just took, like, a wide stance and literally started throwing my elbows and being like, get the fuck off me, and started <laughs> screaming. And prior to this, I had only spoken in French to this one girl, so that when they realized I spoke English, I think they got scared. But also, I, like, literally fought that, like, I had scratches on me. I, like, literally fought them off me. Oh, that's crazy. And I was like, I was like, what the, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they're like, we're hungry. I'm sorry. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, they're, like, dressed nicely. Like, they're just, it's, like, literally, they're gypsy children, and they do things like this. I don't, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh. The, the one kid was like, oh, you speak English? And I was like, yes, I speak English, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, that's so fucking rude. Like, after I'd gotten them off of me and, like, they were c- kind of stunned <laughs> yeah. that I didn't, like, crawl up in a ball or something, I, like, literally elbowed them and, like, punched them off of me. And then uh, he was like, oh, you speak English? I was like, yeah, I speak English, motherfucker. I was like, that's so fu-. And then I became a mom suddenly. I was like, somebody <laughs> auntie. I was like, I was like, that's so fucking rude. Like, that is so fucking disrespectful. <laughs> I cannot believe you would do that. And I just went on and on. I was like, I was like, that's just so fucking rude. I was screaming, sweating bullets, and I just kept being like, shame on you, but like in a really aggressive way. And they were they like left me alone. They were like, this American woman is frightening. This is crazy. Yeah. They were like, we chose the wrong one. <laughs> yes, I speak English, motherfucker. It's the did. most American term I've ever <laughs> Like that is that is straight south. <laughs> I was like, I was, I just, I was, fuck. Oh you. hell no! So fucking rude. Mm-hmm. Do not grab me. Do not grab me. Oh my god! I've never had something like that. Anyway, it was crazy. And then like, I screamed at them for a while, and they were just like sad or embarrassed. And I was like, and I just like calmly walked out of the vestibule. <laughs> I was angry. I was sweating for the next like three hours. But I was just like, I was like that. I was like how dare you do that to someone i just like went full like your your mother should be ashamed style i speak english motherfucker like, oh, you, oh, oh you speak english i was like yeah I speak english motherfucker i'm from alabama yeah bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah. i ask you fuck with it bitch <laughs> like it was weird man and then i was uh, i was my boyfriend was asleep so i was by myself during this time it was strange but um you know, the police don't have guns there. Yeah, I've heard that. It was wild. So there's a protest going on. There's always protests right? going on over there. Because they're um, not minimum wage, but like they're like ne- like the median income or average income or whatever is so low compared to the cost of living. And so the young people protest constantly. And so like the yellow vest protests yes, were going on. I was and trying to remember I, what Yeah. It was. And when I got there, they were like outside of the apartment, the Airbnb I was staying in. They were, it was a, like a parade was happening and they kind of like organized. So there's like 50 or whatever yellow vests. And then there's like a hundred cops. And it made me really, really uncomfortable. My boyfriend was like, baby, nobody has guns here. Like the cops don't have guns. I was like, that's wild. Yeah. We're so used to like a police state. That were right? just like these motherfuckers are gonna kill somebody. Yeah, I was like, some, I was like, I felt like I was gonna be in the line of fire. Honestly, like I felt really uncomfortable. And he was like, nobody has a gun. And I yeah, was like, Whoa. that is crazy. There's like 80 plus cops, and they're just standing there, just making sure everything goes okay. They must be all like jacked, <laughs> like police officers. And it's men and wi- it's just peep. It's just men and women. It's just their job. I don't. It's strange. It was it was very interesting. It was a really unique experience. 
American uh, police would set that shit all the way off. Right, exactly. <laughs> they were popped off, literally. I, I would If I had seen that many, I've never seen that many policemen at a police station. Like, there were so many. And, I like, if I had seen that in America, I would have been so scared. I was scared. And he's like, you don't have to be scared right now. Like, nobody has a gun. Like, that's yeah. wild. Very, very wild. I can't believe you just cussed out people trying to rob you. They were just like, okay. I'm they <laughs> did. They, they literally <laughs> they were like, down. never mind. It's, it's canceled. It's canceled. <laughs> don't worry about it. We're comedians. We were just. Yeah, it was a, a joke. joke. <laughs> it was a prank. <laughs> Calm down, lady. Yeah. <laughs> we it just was, thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're comedians. <laughs> also, a thousand dollars. Ha ha ha. Girl. <laughs> Who just, who just has like, $1,000 nowadays? Yeah, I'm like, especially me, our age. I'm like, a little what? honored that you thought I had that in my bank account. Guess wrong, bitch. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Was it Bastille Day? What was it? So Bastille Day happened, and I was staying in Bastille. And so Bastille Day happened the day I got there, and then like five days later is kind of like Victory in Europe Day. Okay. It's like something celebrating World War II. And have like a peace day or something. So they have a national holiday, and then like five days later, they have another one. It's great. They also give zero fucks, like in such beautiful ways. Like they'll, um, they, they do the thing where they like rest in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So from like two yeah. to five or like one to five or something like that, everybody's closed. That's what's up. You figure it out the before way, and after. I love the way just like the culture in general is in Paris. Like, yeah. The women are very like minimalist. Yeah. But everybody looks fucking fly, dude. Everybody skin, looks good. Like everybody is dressed nicely to go to like Walgreens. <laughs> Literally. And it's always just like all the time. Man. Yeah. I'd love to go to Paris. It's really everything's so beautiful. It was really cold when I was there, but it's like everything's so beautiful everywhere you look. It was it was it's it's amazing. It really was so beautiful it was overwhelming the amount of beauty that's in every direction but um what was i gonna tell you about the f- what about oh the food though girl yeah oh i mean yeah everything oh. has cream and French butter bread. and cheese everything i got a salad while i was there it was a goat cheese salad is what it said i ordered it i think it had 12 pieces of lettuce in the bowl and then it was this huge piece of toast cut into four with four giant huge mounds of goat cheese and there was like one tomato in there i was like this is that's not what this is guys this is not a salad salad. this is cheese toast with with a little garnish like it was great i was like that do i have to assemble my old sandwich yeah yes it's a vegan sandwich like more cheese than i've ever even put on anything It was the salad. I love cheese, but don't overdo it. Yeah, they were really going for it. I've only had goat cheese a handful of times. Oh, dude, it's the best. I love goat cheese. Really? It's truly the best. Goat cheese on avocado toast. Goat cheese is so good, especially, yeah, like wine. On a cheeseburger. Dude, goat cheese is dope. On everything. It's so good. Salads. It's good, like, 
You can get some olives and some goat cheese. Put it on some crackers and maybe like a little olive oil and. Uh, this is the bougiest <laughs> fucking. Podcast. I know. I'm sorry. I just wanted to. I just wanted. This reminded me. I just wanted to thank you for helping me last night because we were doing karaoke and I was like, Kim, do black folks know this song? Like I had to keep asking every time I kept up. I can't because I'm, I'm like, like, we know this shit. Girl. I'm like, do y'all does does everyone know Shania Twain or is that just a Bro, white thing? Shania Twain is like. But I was just checking because I don't know actually. Like. Especially like down here, like right, Shania Twain, especially here, and then like what's that Carrie Underwood song where she said, "Duck my keys, keys. yeah." yeah. Totally. <laughs> Black would be riding for that oh. shit. Oh <laughs> he, the DJ, a young black man with dreads, played "Tennessee Whiskey" by Chris Stapleton, and I had not seen that bar get any more hype than at that moment. Yeah, he like was turning it down. Everyone screaming the words. It was definitely majority black. Everybody. It was it was not as as lit as normal, but it was it was still a good. But night. Tennessee whiskey went off hard, <laughs> blew my mind. Because like even white folks in LA don't necessarily know what that is, and I was like, this oh girl, is no. what's up right now? Because that shit's sexy. Like if you want to fuck, everybody put that gotta, song on. Every, you gotta know Chris Stapleton, it's and if so you're gonna sexy. know Chris Stapleton, you gotta know Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, that's his. That's that is the song. But right. yeah, wow, I just could not believe it. I was like, this is great. <laughs> It was great. It was really great. You oh. know the song, right? Yeah. Okay. See, like, literally, most people I know in LA would not actually even know the song. It's like, it's weird things like growing up in the South and being around white people. You like, it's just some things that we know just based on culturally just going to school with white people around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, you know, country music and shit. Right. Well, like, when I was listening to Shania Twain, I was also listening to, like, Slob on My Knob. So I'm like, right. <laughs> so I'm like, that's I don't know if everybody knows Shania or. <laughs> that's why I thought it was, um, like, when Molly first started uh, dabbling with rap and stuff, mm-hmm. I didn't initially be like, she's a culture vulture because all the people we went to high school with listened to 3-6 totally. and. Yes. Listen to country music, uh, this, bonfires and shit. I f- exactly. I think you guys would appreciate this. Uh, <laughs> so there's a couple of people that I work with that know Three Six like pretty well, like their music, like like we do, mm-hmm. from them being from from them being you know from Memphis and from the South and everything. But some people, there's a few people that I work with that actually also know Three Six, and so if we're getting wild at the end of the night, we'll put on like a sipping on some scissor station or something. <laughs> And no joke, one day I came into work and somebody's like, so, because uh, this is like after hours, like once the bar closes, I can hang out for a little while because I'm the boss. <laughs> um, and somebody was somebody came up to me one day and was like, had a late night last night, huh? And I was like, no, I think I went home at like midnight or whatever, whenever I got done. And they were like, oh, I came in today and 3-6 was on the Pandora <laughs> station, so I just assumed you were here. I was like, what an honor. <laughs> You know me. You they literally really like, oh, I just assumed you were here because three six was playing when I came in from last night. I was like, God, that's I appreciate Girl, we that. We used to go hard for three six mafia. Yes, <sighs> I know. And we were just singing, sipping on scissor, not knowing what the all. fuck was going like, on. We were just talk about drugs. I'm so slob on my literally is so vile. It is. I literally thought <laughs> sipping on scissor was like maple syrup. Like you I, did. I thought. And you know, and then, I knew it was something bad. I knew it was something, I knew bad. It was something bad, but, but the, the video time. threw me off because you remember in the video they had baby bottles that oh. they were drinking. It was like Kool-Aid and baby bottles. I'm like, what the fuck is Yeah. This? So I thought it was like alcohol or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't know it was. Little did we know. Promethazine Cody. Yeah. 
but they're like going hot. That's still like a thing people do all the time. Yeah, and that shit is so bad for you. So crazy. Did you guys want to talk about anything else in particular before I leave? Oh, I guess we. I guess we should shout out. Uh, what's the name? Ghost Train. <laughs> shout oh. out to Ghost Train. <laughs> Our Valley Podcast. Our Valley. It's not podcast. Um, we were featured in something. I know. I'm excited. We feel fancy. You are. Like, who the fuck are That's we? That's dope. See, people be listening. I know that's very cool. Wait. And I don't know, like, and they, uh, they, like, was we have a Twitter uh account, mm-hmm. so they sent it a DM to our Twitter thing, and I didn't check it. Like, we were hanging out <laughs> that day, and then as soon as she left, I went to sleep, so I checked my phone. And I was like, why do I have all these notifications? And I checked it. I was like, oh shit, um, our Valley events. Oh okay. Uh, the name of the article is. Nine Huntsville based podcast that you need to know about. And we were the first one. That's super dope. I love that. And then our note like our listens went up and I was thinking, this isn't what people are gonna think about. <laughs> like this could be some wild shit. <laughs> like the first and then the episode we released last week was D's Nuts was <laughs> oh, the wow. name of it. Great. Love that. And it's like what a great introduction. Like and I like it. Hey, <laughs> ask you to fuck with it, bitch. <laughs> But like that shit is crazy. Oh, since you don't listen to the podcast, you don't. Like, that's a clip I always use. I I like that. I figured it. I pretty much deduced it in my fifty year old brain. <laughs> like, cause usually I'll have this plugged in. But since we don't have headphones, I didn't use it. Okay, I'm just thinking of the game plan right here. Um. Yes. Yes. So yeah, that's my soundboard. I like that a lot. But uh yeah, so yeah, that I appreciate you guys letting me uh be here in your sacred space. No problem. It was fun <laughs> as hell. Uh we're always down for guests. Yeah. And like like I said, before the class reunion, I hadn't seen you since like graduation. Yeah. I I'm only I have to fly five hours to get here, and then I can only be gone for a certain amount of days because I got to get back to work, so I don't lose my job. And so that's kind of what I've been doing. And then now that I have a little bit more freedom because I made the schedule, <laughs> it's like I'm going to go see my mom for her birthday, and um, you guys are going to just figure it out for like four days. I'll be right back. <laughs> so I actually got It'll to hang out fine. a little bit. I just haven't been able to. I haven't, like, I have not hung out. Yeah, in a long time, so it's nice to get to just chill for a minute. Yeah, yeah it's always fun. good uh, time to rest and hang out a little bit, catch up a little bit. Hopefully, I can do that soon. I don't <laughs> know when, but we'll figure it out. Shit, I'm hanging. I'm out here. Kim, Kim <laughs> is out here, y'all. Just so everybody remembers, she is out here. You have been so happy since you decided she were going to quit that it was like, yo. Cause it just made me like actually have a plan for my life. Oh shit! <laughs> sounded like I really thought yeah. that was gonna roll. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Um, I'm good. I'm good. 
Yeah, I don't know, because I just now, like, now I know exactly what I want to do. And it's just going to be a way better situation than retail. <laughs> yeah. Fuck retail. The plan was not to be in retail this long anyway, so it was just, it was time. Yeah. It just feels good. But, uh, oh, and on my last fucking day, my fucking department had told me that they were pulling that counter out of Belk. So it's... It, Look at God. <laughs> Divine <laughs> intervention. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.